0: Internal Revenue Service, IRS Tax News. Why it's important that taxpayers know and understand their correct filing status irs tax tip 2021-168 november 15 2021 as taxpayers get ready for the upcoming filing season there's a link to that here it's important for them to know their correct filing status there's a link to that here a taxpayer's filing status defines the type of tax return form they should use when filing their taxes filing status can affect the amount of tax they owe and it may even determine if they have to file a tax return at all Most people probably want to file a tax return these days due to the fact that even if your income is below a certain threshold, you may be subject to these kind of credits that are out there. The earned income tax credit, the child tax credit, then the stimulus payments and all this kind of stuff. So in any case, there are five IRS filing statuses. They generally depend on the taxpayer's marital status as of December 31st. So when you think about the filing statuses, you want to think about, I would think about them, first of all in the two main categories, that being single versus the married filing statuses. And then you can further group out if under the single or if under the married filing status. When you think about the married filing status or moving from one to the other, and usually going from single to married, we're thinking about the change happening, the marriage in that case happening before December 31st. So for example, if you got married, then on, you know, December 15th, of 2021 were filing the tax return for 2021, then you would think you would no longer be filing two individual single tax returns, but married for year 2021, even though you've only been married for 15 days in it. Okay, so that and that could apply to some kind of tax planning. Obviously, you don't want to plan your marriage and whatnot over on the taxes so much, but you could take it into consideration or just have an idea of the fact that what the cutoff is going to be with regards to the change on the taxes from you know, single tax returns to filing a joint return most likely after that point. So in any case, however, uh, more than one filing status may apply to certain situations. If this is the case, now notice that no- most of the time there is only one filing status most of the time where the confusion comes into play is where there's possibly more than one filing status that could be applicable and that's obviously where the gray area is so clearly if if you're single you've got no dependents and whatnot it's fairly straightforward if you then get married fairly straightforward change to the married filing joint however you still have the option one of the major kind of options there would be the married filing separate which in most cases isn't the beneficial choice because you lose some of the benefits that you typically would get meaning married filing separate is not the same thing as single so if you're going from single so in other words you might be thinking well if I go from single to married I should still when I'm married have the same kind of options meaning I can file married filing joint or I can file married filing separate married filing separate being the same thing as filing single but that's not true it's a lot different to file married filing separate than single You have restrictions, especially with things like credits that you might have had otherwise because the IRS will restrict some of them being fearful that people are going to kind of take advantage of the ability to file either as joint or separate. And the rationale for that, if you think about it, when traditionally when it went from a single tax return to married filing joint, when people got married, then the IRS thought of them as one entity and basically taxed them as one entity. People are commingling their resources at that point in time. And in order to do that, but then of course, once people got married, now it's a situation where you don't have a one income household. It's quite possible you got a two income household. And when the IRS applies all like the, the income thresholds, meaning certain credits phase out after your income goes up above a certain threshold, certain deductions phase out, all those phase outs, and there's a lot of them, well, typically, you would think need to be doubled now if you go into a married filing joint, given the fact that you have two people. And then it was, it's kind of thought that, of course, that if you have two people that are now married commingling their resources and they were given the ability to, to remove the marriage and, and file married filing separate, that they can use that to take advantage of things like, like the phase outs in such a way that would be not fair, in essence, would be the idea. So they you actually don't have much as much access. And unfortunately, some of those things are on the low income side of things, which which can actually cause a detriment to getting married, meaning some of those phase outs could be for things like the earned income tax credit, which could be substantial, the child tax credit, possibly, and, you know, maybe even the earned maybe even like the stimulus payments and so on. So, just be aware of those things when you when you get married your options aren't to go back to single they're going to be married or married filing joint married filing separate and usually but not always married filing joint would be better from a tax standpoint for the taxes as a whole from the total tax situation although then of course you have to think about how the distribution will be who's going to be paying the taxes between the two which can be confusing especially when you have different income levels between the spouses that are gonna be involved. And then of course, if you're single, then you might have a choice between single, which would be the worst filing status or head of household, which typically requires a dependent. And in that situation, the head of household will almost certainly be a better tax situation if you can qualify for a head of household type of situation. Okay, so when preparing and filing a tax return, the filing status affects if the taxpayer is required to file a federal tax return, So the reason it affects whether you would need to file or not is because obviously there's different, basically you can think about it is the IRS is saying if you don't owe us money, then we're not going to require you to file typically. And there's a huge standard deduction that so if you make less money than like the standard deduction, for example, you would think the IRS doesn't really care if you don't file because you're not going to owe them any money, that standard deduction will differ if it's going to be single or married for the reasons we talked about because you go from one person to two people you would think it would have to double but even if you're not required to file these days you probably want to because they keep on increasing these kind of benefit type things which are things like the earned income tax credit and the child tax credits and now these stimulus payments are based on the tax return and so on so i would think i mean it used to be that you know taxes were taxes. And and they would take your money and and it wasn't used so much as kind of a benefit program. But now it's being used more as a benefit program. So you would think that that uh, pretty much anybody I would think would kind of want to file file at this point to see if they get access to any any of the benefit programs, even if your income is below a certain threshold. So uh, if they should file a return to receive a refund, their standard deduction amount, so the standard deduction will be dependent the lowest one will be for head of household it'll go up for filing i mean the lowest one will be for single it will go up for the head of household and then the married filing joint uh if they can claim certain credits so the credits unfortunately again this is where the tax code i think is causing problems sometimes because some of those credits could be on the low income side which can actually cause a detriment to a pretty substantial one to going from single to married So meaning disincentivizing that, which is kind of unusual. You would think it would want to be a a neutral thing or possibly a benefit to, to getting married. But in any case, the amount of tax they should pay, obviously the taxes will be impacted by these items as well. So here are five filing statuses. There's the single. So singles like the worst. So for taxes, so for taxes, then uh, you know you pay more taxes so in any case normally this status is for taxpayers who are unmarried divorced or legally separated under a divorce or separate maintenance uh, decree governed by state law then there's married filing joint these are the basic two married filing jointly if a taxpayer is married they can file a joint tax return with their spouse when a spouse passes away the wid- the widowed spouse can usually file a joint return for that year so married, obviously, pretty straightforward. But if some one of the spouses dies, then you still generally file joint for the year of death. Married filing separately, married couples can choose to file separate returns. So this is the unusual situation, and where normally it doesn't work out in total that you file married filing separately that it's going to actually be a total tax benefit. But some people just like to say, "I want to try to try to separate my funds," you know, <laughs> in the married filing separate. It can be a little bit difficult to file jointly and determine who's paying what when you got a progressive tax system and one spouse makes a lot more than the other and those kind of things so in any case and there might be instances where married filing separates can be more beneficial so married couples can choose to file separate returns when doing so it may result in less tax owed than filing a joint tax return then you've got the head of household unmarried taxpayers may be able to file using this status but special rules apply so now you're on the not married side Because if you're married, you wouldn't have access to the head of households. You'd file married filing joint or married filing separate. This would be a step up from the single, at least from a tax benefit. But you'd have the dependent, for example. So for example, the taxpayer must have paid uh, more than half the cost of keeping up a home for themselves and a qualifying person living in the home for half the year. So generally kind of like a dependent. So qualifying widow or widower, which is clearly, you know, pretty obvious the status on what it sounds like with a dependent child. So qualifying widow, widower with a dependent child. The status may apply to taxpayers if their spouse died during one of the two previous years and they have a dependent child. Other conditions also apply. So in the year of death of one spouse that if they're married that year, you would think they would still file married filing joint, which would be the most beneficial filing status you would think because they, if otherwise they would revert back to single and then and then if they're in this situation qualifying widow with dependent child you got two more years filing there which gives you you know a significantly better tax status than reverting back to single or head of household so more information can be found at the pub, at the links below there's publication 501 dependent standard deductions and filing information there'll be a link to that here there'll be a link to this in the description